Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 127. Remember you me right? I don't know. And I'll Tom doesn't know. I normally send the email, and I know. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure I it's 127. It's 27. I think it's 27. Let's but say 127. We're in a different place today. We are in the John Boy Media Studios in Manhattan. Tom is here in a different place than he ever is, and we are in person. Yeah, I can first look time at you. For the first time since spring training. Correct. Second time ever. I I don't want to say a lot of good things about myself, but I'm playing hero this week for the pod. I mean, it's a great week for you. You went yard off to Grom yesterday, and now today you're well, here in person I think, in I didn't the think main we were studio. Talk about that. Not, I didn't think the Degrom Homer was going to come up. It's not. We're not going to talk about. It. But <sighs> before we get into what happened yesterday in the last two with the Cubbies, Zach is traveling. Or is it a day game today? He was traveling yesterday as a day game today. Dakota could have done it yesterday. Today's a bad day. However, it worked out. <laughs> My two co-hosts decided they couldn't uh, do the pod this week. So I'm playing hero. I'm here in the morning. Jake Storielli, thank you for yeah. joining us. Thank you for co-hosting yeah. the pod this week. Move some things around. Yeah, you got flexibility. Uh, <laughs> You're a big deal. You know, kind of went with a Zach Short outfit, but with Dakota's kind of bravado and presence. That, when, I, when I walked in, that's exactly what I yeah. thought. I said, this guy's got bravado. And I mean, you know, I, some people are saying that my compound episode from earlier this year was one of the biggest episodes. So, I mean, for a last second guy to bring out of the bullpen, I don't know. I feel like I got Scotty Efros coming out of the pen right like now. That's what day. I feel like. Uh, we... I have to say that this episode is brought to you by Parse Rum. When I say Parse, you say rum. That's what we do. So yeah, I say Parse, you say rum. So I say Parse. Rum. rum. Yes. Um, we love Parse. There's some uh, some Parse chants in, in New York this week. Did you, you ever get Tom some Parse rum? Wasn't that? I feel like the last time I checked in with you guys, that was supposed to happen. And then I don't know if it did. Can I? Can I, I haven't told Aren't, the story in the pod. Uh my dad wrote a letter to the president of Parse, and he sent a bottle to our house thanking him for my efforts for the company. I swear to God. This was about two months ago. I've been waiting to drop out an episode, and this feels like the right time. So there you go. That's the type of company that Parse is. Yeah, is that free they, bottle. Is that they will send you a bottle of rum and thank you for helping the company. That's who they are. Now note, Ian Compound had nothing to do with that. That was all Steve Prizeman. Oh. Okay. We love Steve. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out, Steve. <laughs> We're going to finish the ep with a call to Steve. <laughs> All right, well, we should we should start by talking about what the Cubbies have done the last two days. Okay. Cubbies have gone into New York yeah. against a very good Mets team and won the first two games of the series. Yeah. 
I think yes. you just did a sound effect. Did you do a sound effect? No, I did not do yeah, a sound effect. it sounded effect. like one. I heard that. That's just my laugh. That's it natural sounded, laughter. It sounded like someone striping one off the tee box. That's Maybe you could just get that from my Instagram. Um, I actually want to compliment you. Um, obviously, the DeGrom homer, kind of over it. Um, <laughs> every time I've checked in on the Cubbies, the boys are battling. Like, there yeah. was some teams when I'd click around in, like, late August, just, you know, see what's going on. There's a pitching matchup I like or whatever. The dog days hit everyone in baseball. But the Cubbies, I, every time I turn them on, guys are hustling, different guys are doing something. I've been impressed because, you know, uh, doing talking baseball and stuff, we get lost in some of the pennant races and things. With the Cubbies and... You know, I, I was wondering kind of where they're at because you guys had some signings this offseason. You know, the Cards and Brewers kind of ran away. Rossi, it's always like the young managers were sexy for a little bit, and then all the old guys started getting hired. Uh, but every time I tuned in, I've been impressed with Rossi and the Cubbies because it's been like you guys. every time I check in, you guys are battling. That's really nice to hear, and I appreciate that. The Cubbies have been... Playing 500 ball since, tell me when, but maybe maybe mid-June. Maybe mid-June, okay. Cubbies have been playing 500 ball. And, like, on a team that had to go through a deadline and a lot of, you know, some veteran bullpen guys got moved. Yeah. Um, Scotty. Scotty, of, of course. Like, with some starting pitchers that haven't been healthy. Like, that, that's tough. And to for guys to continue playing, playing hard, playing the game the right way. Like, it's been... Fun to be a part of a bunch of close games. Sometimes it stinks because you're you're in so many. We we got to be up there in one run losses this year and extra innings. I think we're probably leading the league in extra innings. Mm. So like that stuff can wear on you and it can be tough. Rossi's done an unbelievable job of like bringing energy every single day and keeping that that up and like that expectation of like, hey, no, we're we're here to win baseball games. We're here to compete every single day. And so coming into New York. Um, we just had a little bit of a tough stretch where we, we struggled and lost a few series in a row. And coming into New York and feeling like against Bassett, we went out there and competed and put yeah. up some runs and bullpen did a good job locking stuff down. And then last night against the ground, like, I know he, he just broke a record for six innings, three, three or less, right? Yeah. Like 50-some consecutive starts. Yeah. Like when you score three off a guy in six innings, like, that's a quality start. That's really good. Yeah. And, like, if any of our guys went six innings and gave up three, I'd be like, great job. Let's right. go win the game. You gave us a chance. Yep. But when you do it against him, it feels really, really good. Like, that's... When you do what against him? When you score three when runs as a three team. three-two pitch? When you, nope. When you score three runs as a team, it feels really good. Is that second deck? Yeah, Where'd that, that one come that, down? That was a good one. That Landed was, in my apartment in Brooklyn, actually. Yeah. No, it did not. Not it was a nice home run. I yeah the day before I had pulled one off a of fellow uh, John Boy Media member Trevor May. I had just missed. Oh wow! I was just yanked one like five feet foul. Mm. So it was one of those ones that's fair the whole way. Fair yeah, the whole way, fair the whole way, and then goes. I always and then he punched my ticket. So thanks Trevor for thanks, that. Thanks Trev. Yep, appreciate, appreciate you. you helping helping the company. Yep. Uh, He's going well. He'll be a free agent this year. He'll maybe he signs another two year deal, and then next year he gives you the <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he's that's how it works. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think so. Um, okay, so many questions. Okay, really quick. Cubs since June twenty sixth, thirty three and thirty seven. 
So almost okay. 500 ball. Okay. okay. We win today. You homer off Jacob DeGrom. Whatever. Fine. I've hit two home runs off Andrew Skip in Little League. My best friend growing up. Smiling around the bases. Gotcha. After the game. I'm sure you probably have some plans. You come to the city, some team dinners with the boys, things like that, whatever. If you do something like that, does that change your night at all? Because, like, for me, I'm an, I'm an experienced guy that, like, if I did that, I would be like, you know what? I'm going to have a, a Manhattan tonight because I want to remember this. Like, I got to Grom, I had a steak dinner in a Manhattan. Does it change the rest of your night at all? No. No? But it, but... Like, home runs that you hit off Hall of Famers are really cool. Right. Like, those I won't one, fight you on that. Those are ones that you remember. Like, Burns, I got Burns towards the end of last year. When Cy Young. He, when he won the Cy Young. Yeah. Like, getting, like, some some veteran guys in the past, Riz, some of the guys have told, like, appreciate the fact that Cutter? You, Cutter, yeah. Wow. Appreciate the fact that you did that off a guy when he's at his best or when he's on a, a run like that. Like, those are really cool things. I got Kimber last year, towards the end of the year, and, like, as soon as you do it, it's like, this dude's a first ballot right. Hall of Famer, and, like, you get to ref- kind of in the moment, like, reflect on the fact that, you know, you put what are your good swings on him, and, and you got it, and that's um, it's a pretty special thing. I don't, I don't know that it makes me order a different drink that night, maybe the same ni- drink as the night before. Oh, okay. Keep it going. Right. Um, okay. but yeah, that's, uh, it's one of those like special moments you get to put in the bank and be like, yeah, that was, that was really cool yeah. when I did that thing that one time. And now 134 strikeouts. You want to deep dive into also, each of those? He also punched my <laughs> ticket. Yeah. <laughs> which can't leave a game against him without him yeah. punching you. Man. Are you guessing? No, but you, I mean, educate, you have to, right. you have to Sca- pick one. Like he's got. He, he he threw me four different pitches last night. Threw me, you know, heaters. The changeup's new, right? He Isn't he yeah. mixing that That's in? That's my second at Which bat. Which is good for him. Yeah, he threw me, two, he threw me two changes my second at bat. He he opened me with curveball nice. in the first two at bats, which is like, I hadn't seen that. From, I've only faced him one other time. but like I don't know if you remember, cool. we did an episode like right after you faced him last year, and you talked about that. You saw the fastball well, you said. You felt like that was the one pitch you kind of saw, and that was obviously 99.5 miles an hour last night. Yeah, he went, I mean, he went three, he came out of the game last time after three innings when we faced him last year, but he went three innings, scored, or uh, punched out eight, I think, out of nine Eight guys. out of nine, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> sure, what's sure. what's happening? He's getting loose. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, you were also very upset because the OO pitch was, was up and ball. in. It was a ball. Yes. I was watch. I went to watch the. Uh, I went to watch the at bat yesterday before when I was going through my prep work, and it was like first pitch he threw me was three balls in off the plate at ninety nine. Like hit. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you can't call that. Can like, you give him that. You can't give him that. God. He is one of those guys that like the whole dugout is if there's ever a ball called a strike. Uh-huh. Whole dugout's like, isn't he that? Right. You can't give him that. Everyone gets so fired up because like you don't. He, he gets any yeah. extra strikes. He's already he's already got the advantage. He's has a one two every year. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, it's unreal. Uh, he's when he first came back, and it was like Degrom's back, and it's like, oh cool, the Mets are doing well. Like let's see what Degrom looks like. His arm looks like it's in like. 
fast forward. Like he goes into his windup, it's kind of gentle, and then it looks like it puts it on one and a half speed, like just coming through. It's just so loose and whippy, and the the heater absolutely explodes. Yeah. And he's throwing 92 to 94 mile an hour sliders and a 94 mile an hour changeup. Those are tough. So if you like those things, yeah. you're into that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> Who do you think's the team out of the NL? Ooh. Um, it's a great question, Ian. This is why we don't do show notes, so I can get a genuine That's reaction good. out of you. Uh, so I'm out, on the cen- I'm out on the Central. The Cardinals are fun. Um, I love the storylines, too. When I fill out an NCAA tournament bracket, I love storylines. I love seeing, like, oh, you know, Patino's going to match up against his son in the second round. Like, I'm going to pencil that in. Like, I believe in storylines and sports. The Cardinals have that. Like, Albert, Yachty, Wayno, and this new generation of Cardinals that when the Cubs throw ten figures at you, you could be seeing for the next ten years. We'll see. Um... Dodgers, okay, yeah, out to win a, a buck twelve this year, cool, yeah, um, but they don't have the horses that you normally think of with the Dodgers. Yet they do. It's Kershaw. He's back. Urias. He's the new horse. Bueller is out. Bueller's out. Um, you know, a couple other things. Whatever. Dodgers are the Dodgers. I think it's East Coast bias, man. I'm pretty locked on Mets and Braves. Braves won it all last year. Their team is just a factory. Like Bra- The Bravos are very, very good. The fact that you just call up this year, Strider, Harris, um, now the Grissom kids playing, and that goes outside of everyone else who's already won the World Series on their team last year. Their entire infield that's locked in for the next 10 years? Yeah. What about the fact that Ian Anderson was one of the best pitchers in the National League and isn't even a factor for them? Currently do not need him. And they have Kenley at the back end. They added to their bullpen. Acuna <laughs> wasn't there last year for the playoff run, so I kind of like him being like, it's my time. And then the team you're playing now, a couple wins, whatever. Sorry, DeGrom. Um, I know he's not a fear factor for you. Um, other other teams, he can be a problem. Uh, Scherzer guy, he's pretty good. And that whole team in Buck, so... And they have the best closer in baseball right now. If I got to do a whoever wins the East would be my pick. To click. Yeah. Do you think that the new... I don't know who's going to (laughs) win. Do you think the new playoff bracket is going to very much affect... Like, if you you get that buy, how much of an advantage is it? Because you you don't get the buy. You got to play three games, two or three, against a playoff caliber team. Right. Like, I don't want... I don't want the Cardinals for three with Wainwright and Mikolas starting with Yadi back there calling the game. and Right. Because I think it, that I think it'll be a three-game series if you catch the Cardinals. And then you're, you have just the Dodgers waiting for you. Yeah. Or you have DeGrom Scherzer waiting for you if the Mets win. But if they don't, I'm going to keep throwing scenarios at you right. until the end of the show. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Just unlock. If you if if you get the Mets, you got, yeah. you know, Degrom and Scherzer have to pitch those first yeah. two games, and then, you know, you're asking guys that have had some is- some injury issues to come back on short rest and do it. Not that they won't, because that's what they do for a living. Like they have always come up big in those situations. But I think beauty of sports, whatever happens this year, we will blatantly overreact to it. 
Like if, good, if that's the, a good point. If the Dodgers and Mets are the one two, let's say the Mets hold on to win their division and then both those teams advance, everyone's gonna go. New wild card. Can you believe it? At the same time, I feel like it's also how I live life a little bit, that like sports and almost not routine. That like okay. So that happens. Let's say the Cardinals who would who would play the Mets? Let's say the Cardinals advance, and they go on to play the Mets, and then there's DeGrom waiting for them game one, and then they beat DeGrom. So then, okay, even if you split with Scherzer, maybe you have Wayno lined up for game three in St. Louis now, and he shoves because he's Adam Wainwright. You're up 2-1 in the series, and now you got to win two games. So that's where, in my head, it currently isn't a monster factor. Because how about we flip it with the Mets? Let's say they get caught by the Braves, and they go DeGrom-Scherzer, 1-2, and they win. Two games to nothing. Congrats, the Mets. They go into their well, they go into their DS series. There's Bassett and Taiwan Walker. And then they get to reload game three. And then you have DeGrom-Scherzer. So that's almost like a different trap of its own. So uh, I don't know. I, I want to see it play out over the years. I It's definitely different than, you know, football or basketball because it's early in the playoffs like and you're only seeing teams bullpen certain amount of times that I don't know I I currently don't think it's going to be like a huge game changer I think that it will promote having depth depth of bullpen depth of starting rotation and I think that's important because that's how we play the full season right you know full season depth's important um and it makes teams have to have those good three four five guys and good bullpen pieces and uh this schedule is interesting because the ds it gets game off day game off day yeah so that there will be time for those guys yeah. to through to get some rest and be back for and i think that's a good thing that they did that um it's a weird schedule for a ds because we're used to yeah kind of two off two we looked at it for like our you know october is a pretty big month for john boy media and we're like wait they're okay didn't didn't know they were doing that, but yeah. good. And then they're playing good like the CS straight through, right? Like it's a it's a very interesting. Yeah, they um that first round because that was the whole thing. We were like, okay, you know, the DS, you are getting this huge leg up, and then we looked at the schedule and we're like, all right, <laughs> with off days, you're kind of you're kind of good. And then yeah, I think they're trying to get the CS more towards because the 2020, the COVID year, they did series straight through. My Yankees. Um, had built, had put so much into their bullpen, and it was like, well, that plan kind of stinks because you're a team that doesn't pitch relievers three days in a row, which there's science there. Cressy, what's up, my guy? Davey Garcia started a uh, yeah. must-win game. Yeah, the Davey Hap game lives in infamy. But uh, I don't know. It, it makes everyone you talk to in baseball says that that's the way it should be. And it, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Before we move on to the sure. next thing, which is an important topic for us that we've been doing the last few weeks, this is where I get Tom to say things about the Yankees. Mm. Um, we're talking about Muggsy Jeans. Oh, do you yeah. are you a Muggsy Jeans guy? Yeah. Uh, so is he a Muggsy Jeans guy? Ian. So I torture. Well, I torture Tom with a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, something we have in common. We bond over that. That's our that's our text. And thread. good hair. Um, <laughs> and the lettuce. So we did. That was one-on-one blitz ball, right? That was the one in England, correct. So, Tom, you know, editor extraordinaire, content guy, 
Appreciate you. Uh, so we teamed up with Muggsy for that because, you know, they're in our net now. They originally, John Boy, those were the jeans he wore, favorite jeans. He reached out to them. He said, uh, like, hey, I only wear Muggsies, blah, blah. The Muggsy guy was kind of like BS. Like, I think you guys are just trying to get us in the door. They looked up, like, all their Muggsy orders, and they saw four orders from Jimmy O'Brien, and they were like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So then we brought them in. They did the one-inning league, and uh, we got – we wanted to be creative with our uh, partnership. Of course. So we did a little green screen thing. And I don't know if the full behind the story has been told, uh, but we were like, oh, we should – we'll do something funny where we green screen it in, and, you know, it'll be entertainment while we do it. So we, we line it up, we get in the green screen room, and, you know, it's like, go. And Jimmy was like, what do you mean go? Like, that's not how Jimmy operates. Yeah. Like, what, what do you want? Luckily, um, you know. That's how you operate. Yeah, in a past life, my second city kicked in, and I just did, you know, name something, fishing. It was like Anything. going to a live improv show. We were just yelling out suggestions. We were like fishing, you know, playing a deck yeah. of cards, and you were and you were acting this out. So I was wearing. So the whole th- the whole thing was in my mugsies. Yes, you can so, do anything in your mugsies. Exactly. He begged a pirate to uh, not kill him in his <laughs> yeah. mugsy jeans. Yeah, I think I caught a fish and then it got loose in my pants for a little. Yeah, bit. I did a lot of pants stuff. You yeah, lost, uh, um, a body part in your pants as well. It was, uh, but the people loved it. And that's what's important. And that's what's that's important. That's marketing 101. And that's Muggsy, man. Muggsy is, I've been wearing them since I can remember, 17, maybe 18. So they're a Chicago company, Chicago based. Right. And I found out about them in Chicago, and I've worn nothing else since yeah. my first pair of Muggsy's. Literally no other jeans. And they're I'm my wear- going out pants. I'm wearing them right now. But they're the best out there, and we have a code because that's what we do. Muggsy.com. Code John Boy, 10% off the entire site. The entire site, so not just jeans. Whoa. They have a nice cashmere like hood like this. Really? That I've had for a while. I need to Way get one of it. those. Because yep. that grips the arms well. That's kind yes. of my strength. Yeah. You know? That'd be very nice for you. Yeah. Code John Boy, 10% off the entire site. Let's get Tom to talk about the Yankees. Tom. <laughs> How you know, I don't know if the listeners love this segment. How are we feeling this week? <laughs> this I feel feeling like the listener's week. favorite segment. I feel a lot uh, of people right now reaching for the 15 button. 15, sometimes 15, there's 15, segments 15. that comes and goes. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good one. Tom's Yankees update. I, I like it. I'm, I'm missing the other two guys right now because they are the ones that really Antagonize dig, dig in on this. Yeah. But how this has been a better week for the yeah, team. For sure. We're feeling better. Feeling better, everybody? Feeling a little bit better? Riz is almost back. You want... Exciting. <laughs> how about this? And I, I will do a minute, 15 second, just like Yankees from the trade deadline recap. Maybe Tom, if you want to put a cherry on top at the end. Trade deadline. Okay. Benny before that, cool. Monty at the deadline. A little confusing. Guy that's been part of the Yankees core. You're going to see him a little bit now. Have you seen him? On, on We've seen him twice. He's gone a complete <laughs> game. Like 90 pitches against us, and then he went eight innings. I was at the second one, and I was just like, because the first time you guys got one hit, I believe. Uh, I was like, please just get one hit. I don't want to watch a Jordan Montgomery perfect game against Ian Happ. That's going to make me very sad. And luckily, they got some hits. Yeah, They changed his mix a little bit. More fours at the top. Yeah. I'm very good with that. Yeah. Sinker's gone. More up there. Did you see he was on uh, R2C2 and said that... The Yankees basically Yankees. told him that they thought his fastball was bad, and he Half-Blake didn't use it. Dungeon. Did he say that, like, 
a little bit angry they traded him, kind of. Well, he said he felt like he was going to be a Yankee for life. He, you know, he said I came up with all those guys. So I think he was surprised in the manner that yeah. it happened. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Jake. I know we're the no. we're, we're two minutes into the one fifteen. Boris guy. I think you know Yankee for life. Me too. Um, either way, you know, you always think of more arms at the deadline, not trading away an arm for a hurt Harrison Bader, who I'm very excited to see. He's rehabbing. Um, I love center field defense, so I think watching him play, I'm going to become a fan of his pretty quickly. It's a good ballpark for and center field fine. defense, too. Yeah. Uh, center and left. So, whatever. So, deadline hits straight dog days of August. Our guy Riz, he had some back stuff going on, and they kindly rested him, which, again, we're hopefully playing for bigger things. But they were also very open about it. They are like, yeah, like Rizzo did like a full warm-up and was like, I could play today, but I'm, I'm not gonna. Which... No shots fired at Riz. Again, it's it's supposed to be bigger, but the Yankees games, and this was got misconstrued over the media, they weren't putting their best lineup out there for these games. Because, again, later in the season, you hope hope it matters more. So they, that kind of happened. And then injuries just sneaky started to happen, but you kind of didn't fully see them. Like Carpenter went down, who had the best 100 plate appearances in baseball this year. That's important. Um, you know, Benny ends up going down. Stanton got hurt after the All-Star game. So, and then DJ, that was this, that was one that snuck up on Yankee fans because he, he hurt his foot and he just couldn't hit. And he's now got quotes on it that was like, yeah. Um, so think about the guys I just named. Riz. Big part of the line. DJ. Stanton. You traded for Ben Benintendi. Matt Carpenter. Best 100 at-bats this year. That, there was like an O moment that it was like, oh, this isn't just the dog days. Like, we have a different team out there right now. Um, so, in the past week or so, the boys fought back a little bit, and then they started getting guys back, and Stanton's back. And Riz should be back maybe next series against the Brewers. Um, Donaldson had a good game. That it was like, okay, we're through this now. Thank God we built that big division lead. Because, hey... Let's be honest, dude. There's some Garrett Cole press conferences I wish I could show you because he he has won me over. He's sneaky hysterical. I don't know your interactions with him. He gave like this little kid press conference because they lost again, and he was like, "You know, it's good we built the division lead, and y- y- losing's not fun. Losing's not fun, uh, but we built that lead, so we got we're gonna do better." And you're just like Garrett. Like, let it eat, big dog. Like, <laughs> let it out. Let it out. So, we've landed in a really good area. Dude, if the Rays came in and swept, which they won on Jeter night, you know, not to get religious on you, um, but if they win those next two games, it's a two-game division lead. After being up 15, you know, Yankees, Yankees as much as being the Yankees and being Tom's Yankee update report, if the Yankees blow a 15-gamer... I mean, you're talking Stephen A. You're talking everything. So we're out of the woods now for the most What's part. What's it? What are they at right now? Six. It was I think they're back up yeah, there. Yeah, six and a half. Yeah, and they have the tiebreaker over both of them, which is and the, this year's the Rays and the Blue Jays have to. They're playing each other right beat now. Beat the shit out of each other for like the next yeah. seven games or something. So we landed in a good place, but there is, there is a week and a half of like. On f- Things on, could get dark. On Friday night, I watched uh, Alcaraz win against uh, Tiafu in the U.S. Open. And then wow. it was a great match. Great match. Okay. And then afterwards, it was on my laptop. It just started auto-playing the Scott Van Pelt Sports Center. Sure. And it opened up with 
Yankees in trouble? Yeah. You know, and then it was started. They put up a graphic it's was a good click. Largest blown division lead. And I saw that list. And like the yeah. largest ever was like the 1955 Dodgers who blew like an 11 game right. lead. And they're like, injuries, Yank. fans, you know. Classic Dodgers. Yeah. 50 Dodgers. Uh, but wa- seeing that list of teams and realizing the Yankees had like a four-game lead, o- like yeah. six, more than any other team in the history of baseball that could blow this, yeah. I started to get very nervous Friday night. And then yeah, real. They were, they've responded well. And I think one thing you didn't mention was Glaber Torres. Yeah. He was not the same player he yeah. was in the first half of the season, and yes. it looks like, you know, knock on wood, whatever you want to do, throw salt over the shoulder, yeah. that he's starting to turn the corner. He had a huge hit last night, obviously. So, you know, Glaber and I played together back in the day. Really? <clears throat> back when he was a cubby, we were in... Um, oh, wow, yeah. We were in South Bend together for a month. Okay. In 15, and then in 16, we played the first half of the year together. I was a second baseman then. Right. That's right. He was a shortstop. We were turning double plays up the middle together. Mm. We were having fun. He was hitting two. I was hitting three. And uh, and we have a, if you want a collector's item, yes, we have a Myrtle Beach bobblehead. Wow. Double bobblehead. Where we're both on the same. You two on bobble. the same Myrtle both Beach. Both heads bobbling. Same structure. <laughs> yep. What was That's Glaber awesome. like as a teammate? Great teammate. Great teammate. Really, um, he was he was young. Just he lay must, into him, must actually. Have been, <laughs> Let's get some Don't clicks. Don't like him at all. Let's uh, get some clicks he must He must have been 18 at the time or 19. Right. Really mature for that age. He was always, you know, coming to the minor leagues, he was always playing above, right. like, the age group. And that at that time, he was a good short. He was 19. 19. He was a good shortstop and still, like, figuring out the position because he had good hands, but really... But he at offensively had so much bat to ball skill, but he was mostly an opposite field guy and low. And, and then he started to find the power as he kind of got yeah. older and developed a little bit. Um, and that was really fun to see. But he he's always like such a good hitter. Did you see? Uh, I'll I'll show you. He the opposite field power. This my new joke slash also not a joke at all because it's baseball. Glaber Torres is at his best when he's having fun and when he's driving the ball to the opposite field. And A, Yankee Stadium helps with this. I'll bring up this video for you real quick, Talking Yanks, new new account at the company. Um, dude, it's you an pl- inside... plug in your show? Or? Inside... This wasn't in the show notes. Down and in sinker against Familia. Okay. Oh, that's pretty. And... That's what he does. It's just... It's off the plate, and he gets his hands in enough to drive it the other way at Fenway. Base is clearing uh, doubles, three runs. It's just one of those things that's so weird because we've now seen it for a few years, and he's still 25, and it's like... He's still so young. So I think trade deadline hit. He's big on social media. If a Yankee posts something, he's like the first in the comments, and I love that. Like, he's... I don't know. He's 25. He's on the Yankees. Have some fun. Mix it up on social media. Like... Yeah. Have a blast, dude. But I think he also sees a lot of the Yankee stuff, which I know you see a lot of it just being in our web now. And uh, Trevor Plouffe was blown away at first because <laughs> Yankee fans and Twitter is probably one of the worst combinations in the world. Um, I think Glaber kind of had his, like, oh, like I was almost traded at the deadline. Like there was rumors about him and the Pablo Lopez deal with that's, Miami. That shit's real. That's it's not easy to go through that stuff. I, it's not easy. Like when you think that 
you're part of something, part of an organization. You went you, through it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in a little different spot because I guess we might have the same amount of time left on our, you know, going through the art process at the same time. I think we are. But yeah. regardless, like when you believe that you're, you know, part of an organization and helping them win and you make friends and, and the organization and, you know, coaches and staff and you feel like you're comfortable there. When you go, when you, you know, have to consider not only leaving that baseball family and like what it would mean to do that somewhere else, but like all the shit in your life that is just like normal life stuff, like that coffee shop you go to right. or your apartment or whatever, um, where spring training is going to be like all that stuff. Like that's heavy. And it's real. to deal with that. And then like, it's like kind of the emotional build up to that too. And then it doesn't happen. And you, yeah. and then you still, guess what? You still have to go play baseball game every single day and it doesn't stop. And that's, I, I think you and you and Glaber are, are lucky that you're, you know, sucking, I'll, I'll suck up a little bit. Two great organizations, the Chicago Cubs, the New York Yankees. If you ask, if you did a random poll of just people across the United States, you know, two of the top three teams that come up, two of the top five teams that come up, like, that's really cool. And I, I think Glaber, he's heard stuff throughout the years. He tried to play shortstop at the pro level, and it just it didn't click. I, I don't know. Um, I, like you said, his hands, when his hands are on, it's like one of those, like, damn. You're like, that's, that's nice. A lot of people can't do that. Um, the throw and the timing, I think, just got in his head a little bit. And that's fine. Because guess what? If you can play second base at a high level and have an 800 OPS, you can. You're a big deal. <laughs> that used to not exist. There's not a lot of guys that can do that. Yeah. So uh, he heard the. I think he heard the trade deadline rumors. I think it got in his head. I think the Yankees were losing dog days. Like he put all that in the pot, and and he he can wear it a little bit. He again ha- when he has fun, that's who he is. Like that's who he needs to be. And then I think recently, as the Yankees kind of bottomed out a little bit, I think he had a moment of like. You know what? I'm on the Yankees. Like, it, I let's not think about next year because now there's rumors that he's going to get traded this offseason because there's rumors he was traded deadline. Again, I don't need to rumor, tell you. Yeah, rumors come from nothing. It's there's always rumors. always rumors. Guess what? If Glaber Torres balls out this last month of the season and he balls out in October again because the dude has silly postseason numbers, the Yankees ain't trading him. Yeah, and he's going he's gonna to get paid in his last year, Arb. So I, I think, obviously, with hitting, there's mechanics and stuff that tie in too, but... Um, I think it clicked. I think he's about to go nuts, and he's been giving some press conferences lately, which, again, I'm not going to overread into him uh, like I did with Garrett. I, there's, a, there's a yep. fun side to it from the fandom angle and especially what we do now. Uh, but, you know, and New York reporters are brutal. Like, they ask Glaber something along the lines of, like, man, you know, that was – how'd you feel during that, like, horrible stretch you were in? Like, <laughs> oh. just saying that to oh, his face. it just hurts. And you know what, Glaber – and. You know, he kind of did like a head <laughs> tilt, like, oh, good question. Yeah. And thanks. then he was like, you know what? Felt bad. Yeah. Felt <laughs> really bad. Yeah. And I was like, good for you, Glaber. Yeah. Like, instead of just giving the, like, well, you know, my mechanics and you just trust in the process, like, no, man, that no, sucked. Struggling really sucks. Yeah. Struggling in front of the world, in front of <laughs> 30, 40,000 people every day. But this it press sucks. conference is fun. This yeah. is great. No, but what this, else do you got? I would love to answer this question for you. you know let's talk really about good. my errors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we harp on that let's for a little Let's go through bit? every one of them. Yeah. You play the video, I'll say how pissed I was. <laughs> okay, here's one. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want to talk about real quick? Find me that bobblehead. What do you want to talk about? You want the bobblehead? Where I is it? I think I have a couple, actually. I mean. Oh, you guys collect stuff like that? Go right next to BBD's photo. Kind of. Is that so? 
Yeah. Oh, can I talk about athletic greens? Do you do athletic greens? AG1. 75, 75 vitamins and minerals. High quality vitamins. Yeah. Minerals, whole food, sourced superfoods and probiotics. Yeah. Do you make yourself a little green little green drink? I've done it. To the gym? So I've done it a couple times. I haven't done like a full, and I want to. I want to do like a full, like, let's dial this in for a little bit and see what happens. Um, so I don't know if, I, if that's an AG1 thing or maybe if you had like a code for me or something. I do have a code. Really? But I'm not going to tell you about it. Damn. You know why? Because I want to tell you that Dakota is That's the biggest. <laughs> I'm going to make you wait. Dakota is the biggest athletic greens guy in the world. This dude, he's every day. Really? Athletic greens. He's like begging Tom for shipments because he's going through that stuff so fast. You know who I also saw that got me interested the other day? Uh, Chris Long, who he's doing content stuff now, former Eagles, DN, things like that. Uh, he said he was like. He was in Vegas and had like a Vegas night, and he said next morning some AG one got him on the right track. Which, if that's the case, if that's true. That's something I can apply to my two Fridays a month. <laughs> that's that's how I let my I, hair you down. Know, okay? I would like. I would. Can we like, talk about the concert you went to recently? <laughs> not <laughs> so until time. Not until I give people right. the code. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because let's get this I made him wait, right. but now I want to give it to him. Jake doesn't want to talk about it anyway. Uh, athleticgreens.com. Slash compound athleticgreens.com slash compound. Uh, you get a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. So that if you go to Vegas, you could take your five free travel packs and then you could have them after uh, your night's backs code backslash no code. It's athleticgreens.com <laughs> slash compound. This is, you know, yeah. what we are doing. This is a real code compound today. We have uh, paper ads. Um, you don't have that much time. Okay. I'll be concise like I've been. Do you want to talk about the concert before we do screen time? No, or no, do you no. Wanna, no. Tom it, was uh, my my sweet fiance. And congrats. Thank you. To you. Yeah. How about that? I also have a fiance now. Um, She wanted to see Tom. I don't even. What's his name? I Ho- keep wanting Hoodie to call Allen. Him. Hoodie Allen. Um, You know, just a little flashback to her college. We live in New York. He was throwing a show. Um. You know, there was probably, you know, 20 rows of people in a, in a nice venue. And, like, each row is, like, by age. Like, 18, 19, 20. T- so, we were, like, second to last row. Um, and I was just kind of doing this the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, I, the office was giving me some guff on that. And rightfully so. It was a Friday. There was not many people in the office. And we started playing uh, yeah. Hoodie Allen. And then we were talking about other rappers of that ilk. Asher Roth. Can you name three? Sammy Adams. Sammy Adams. I love Sammy Adams. Sammy Adams was a, a huge, huge Sammy college. Adams guy. I actually, li- I had that like genre of music. Yeah. I'm a fan of. I would have gone to the concert with you. I would actually, I would rather have gone to a Sammy Adams concert. The concert was fine. Sammy Adams was like for a chunk, my senior year of college, I had a roommate that was like Wait, ranking Sammy. Let me, talking about Glaber and Myrtle Beach. Right. Huh. The Myrtle Beach Half of the season that I played, uh, Sammy Adams came out with an album, probably his last, like, notable album. Yeah. He, and I, that was, I was whipping my Ford Focus, and let me tell you, that was what I was listening to every single day. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. I I was sleeping on the floor, little mattress on the floor. Unbelievable time in my life. I was I was blowing some of the some of the younger folks out their mind because again my Sammy Adams is about 2010, 2011. Boston's Boston's boy. Boston's boy. Sammy Adams, Lazy Boy, 
Um, walking on, walking on broken glass. Uh, That's a banger. And some, <coughs> hey, it slapped way too often <laughs> oh, during man. Uh, my college time. But there was one, there was one person out there who was like shook. He's like, "How do you know that?" And I was like, uh, "Well, you I know, like good music." Yeah, but you're gonna sorry you're gonna, in five years or yeah. ten years, people are gonna. Oh. There's gonna be some there's just so many songs some horrendous some play. horrendous stuff that's out right now that people are gonna be like, "Oh, that was my jam." That's where um, Harry Styles snuck up on me. I didn't realize who he like is now. Oh, he's like, great. Dude, sold out the garden for two weeks straight. I, what? Can I name a specific Harry Styles song? No, I can't. Do I? Does it look like he puts on an unbelievable yes. concert? Yes, it does. Yes, and it like does. I, I did the same thing. Where like we, if you Googled YouTube Harry Styles and the top songs come up and you played it, I, you'd be like, I'm oh not, yeah, okay, Harry Styles. I just didn't realize he was in that. Like he's mega. He's my. Comp- he's like Bieber, like where Bieber was. I know. You sure? Yes. Am I not tapped in? I, I, yeah. I'm surprised. You're, uh, yeah, I'm I so happy for, yeah. you're here. Because this was me two weeks ago. Me too. <laughs> One of I? my favorite things to do is my roommates and I, we have a pool room in our apartment building. We'll go down to the pool brag? room. What's that? Okay. A little humble brag? I mean, the pool table's like busted and we lose right. the cue ball like okay. three times you didn't a game, have to. But. You didn't have to tell people that. <laughs> but there's a TV in there and we'll put on just like the Harry Styles like okay. YouTube channel and just go like let that's, it go. Okay. That's so, how hot. So you, that's what he's putting. He's putting out such fire flames. A couple the boys doing, are heading to the pool oh, with a couple beers, beers and, and we're throwing just, on some HS. Hell yeah. Can I? That's a night. That's a night. Can I put out a quick question yeah. uh, before we. Um, yeah. One person you could see in concert. Just one. Mm. Just one person and. You get to see one performance. It could be any venue you want. One person. Ooh. Living or Are dead? Are we doing like dead or alive? Yeah. No, or no, no. That? That's the, like, right now. It's got to be real. It's got to be right now. Um, like, are you choosing yeah. a Harry Styles? Con- like, is that? Honestly, so I I just saw them, and I kind of had a moment. So I suck with music. Um, and so when I was just good to admit you that about same, yourself. When you, you know? just go in. Th- yeah. I'm just not that guy. Like, you got to admit it. Like, I'm a sports dude. Like, I'll. I'll go home and I'll throw on a Big Ten basketball game in the winter and be like, ooh, all right. Purdue, Penn State? <laughs> like, first one to 50, let's get it. Penn like State sneaky I, this I don't, year. I don't hunt out music like that. Uh, I've really enjoyed Glass Animals. Um, I don't know how familiar, if you're familiar. They're like... You I'll, would know we'll the get, one song, The Heat Waves. Yeah. I'll... You know, I just thought about singing it, and then I, re- well, then I decided I think, That would have been good I think for everyone would really appreciate <laughs> yeah. that, because we would have had a new segment. Uh, <laughs> Tom, Tom so, and again, not to show that we're out of the loop here. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Like, they yeah. play this song. Yep. I don't know names of songs. Uh, that song's, like, number one song in the world, blah, 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 Glass Animals. They've got a few other... They've had, like, three songs that I listen to, and I'm like, I like these guys. They're my new band this year. Mm. Uh, saw them at Brooklyn Mirage, really cool venue. Dude, I didn't realize they are like, I didn't realize how hot in the streets they are. Like, they are like, if they did like a band of like this year and last year, like they have an argument for it. So seeing them live was like kind of the coolest show I think I'll ever be at. You know what I'm saying? Like for how hot they are right now and seeing them then, because that's not normally who I am. Like I'm not normally going to see who's the hot, Cool yeah. new band, yeah. so I kind of had a moment. Saw, where you like, could say you saw them on the way up, right? Like I saw them, like 
My dad has a story. My dad, not a big music. Second reference. <laughs> big, story. Steve was, yeah, big Steve Big Steve Steve Prizman okay. show. Guy. He loves to tell the story that he saw Billy Joel in like 1971 right. at some place in Yonkers that was like a thousand <laughs> okay. seats. And okay. then by the end of the show, it was around Christmas. He ran out of songs and just started doing like Christmas carols and stuff. Okay. And he was like, it was the greatest show of his life. And he's yeah. like, I that because I've tried to get him to go to concerts a couple of times. And he's like, I, I saw the best concert I'm ever going to see. Like, I'm good. Yeah. I saw Billy Joel at uh, Austin F1 last year. Oh, yeah. And it was electric. Rocked. You should, we should start Rocked. doing an F1 podcast. Find someone, find someone who's into so F1 big, who actually, who actually right. understands what's happening. Yeah. And I will be there co-host and just okay. get really excited about. Just get hyped. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm nice. way into F1. Uh, who's your, who's your. I would say probably Harry Styles. I do think Ooh, Billy okay. Joel as well. I thought about him. If you were doing Living or Dead, I would say I'm a huge Queen fan, and, and seeing Freddie yeah. Mercury, if he was with us still, would be incredible. Elton John, like there's yeah. still, I'd like to check that one because it's like Sir Elton John. He's been on like 17 farewell tours. What do you got? I'm seeing Adele. Oh, I'm seeing, nice. I'm seeing Adele okay. at a big venue, and that she's just crushing it. She's just, yeah. she's just singing. And I'm maybe I'm crying. Yeah, oh, maybe it's getting it's an me, emotional maybe it's night. Getting me in there. It's an emotional the, night. Yeah, uh, the one that she did, the special she did, where the people were on the in in uh, L.A. Where it was outside. Was yeah, it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> what a time! No, if she could come out with a new, I think she needs one more album to get the people back. I loved Lord. Mm. We'll never Ooh, be royal. <laughs> like if she gets another banger album. Then she would climb back on top of the list, because I mean, when when I never when seen a diamond up. in the, like you listen when, to Greenlight. I love Greenlight. Oh yeah, Lord oh. slaps. She's great. Team Lord. Let's do our okay. screen time. Okay. Brought to you by oh, Sloan. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> brought to brought to you brought to you by Sloan. We didn't tell Jake about this. Uh, Have you? Uh, Use the Sloan flusher lately. Maybe wash your hands with a Sloan faucet. Bathroom next time, here. next time you go in the bathroom, Sloan, take a little look. Okay, okay? Sloan's flushing for you. Okay, probably automatic. Is it automatic here, Tom? Are we automated? Uh, they have both to- toilets. They do not both. Automated. No, they not do both. Automated. Yep. Um, the you know, sink is. We were just somewhere with there was an older stadium that was not automated. They were Sloan, and I loved it. Mm. Okay, I got to pull the lever. Let me tell you, that thing works well. What's your uh, <laughs> Your screen time, Tom? Nine hours, eight minutes. Yes! Oh, wow, you've been over nine in a while. That's a good one. Uh, so, wait, it, it lasts 24 hours? Yep, yesterday. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm good. Okay. 8.38. Damn it, I could have won. You guys are in, you guys are in me at 4.45, which is a very high number. Yeah. That's very high for you. For you. I yeah. mean, last 10 days. I don't know how it got so high. I have some big days, man. My uh, yesterday. Oh, I've got. Here's a little tidbit that I. A uh, bus ride, long bus ride here into the stadium. That must. Have been and maybe I don't know if you know this cat. Um, my fiance Jess just did her bachelorette, Key West. Um, good time. Yeah. She ran into a ball player's fiance on their bachelorette in Key West, Ryan Mountcastle. Wow. So, they and, had and they chatted it up and and it was like. It was like <laughs> Me so, too. Oh. In, me too in the baseball world. Yeah. The, he, doesn't, he doesn't play ball. <laughs> exactly. I still don't know. You ever heard of blitz ball? I still, <laughs> don't know, I still don't know how the exact exchange How much warehouse games do you watch? I'll say this. I'm very excited to bump into Ryan Mackcastle. He's a great dude. Yeah? I would highly okay. recommend trying to get him on the pod. Really good dude. Done. I mean, we're, we're linked for life at this point. 
Yeah, you basically swingers. Are, are you guys uh, <laughs> similar wedding date or what's your wedding date? Do you have a wedding date? Uh, February, February eighteenth. Oh. I don't know if it was out in the world. That's it's Jimmy's birthday. Isn't that funny? That, and you did that on purpose. And I have some. I actually have a question for the wedding, but I don't think it's appropriate for the podcast. Okay, we'll ask it in thirty-five seconds. That's episode one twenty-seven of the Compound Podcast, possibly. brought to you by possibly uh, fact check. Brought to you by Parse Rum. Rum. I love Parse. You love Parse. Go get yourself some Parse. Rum. Rum. See you next week. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Great. Easy. It's what I do. And play baseball. I know, guys. Let's go. Have a nice work today. Thank you. Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.